Welcome to episode 24 of the Savages. Uh, it's your host Akir. It's been um, quite a long time since our last episode, um, but we feel like the current events have made it safer for us to huddle together in the studio. So shout out to Gorilla Studios, Manchester for providing us with the platform. But Come on now. with no time wasted, let's give a little bit of a round of who's here. Sweet. All right, guys, it's Joshua here. Cheers. We've got myself Han. You got myself Giovanni. Now, first things first, how have you guys been doing? Like, let the viewers know what you've been getting up to and how you've been getting on li- with life in the lockdown. I've been doing good, but not been doing good. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm suffering from hay fever here, man. You got hay fever? Yeah. Oh, exactly. What? I know, dear. I've been great, man. I like. I've I've enjoyed lockdown. Mm-hmm. Like really? It's been good. Yeah, like to. I had. I've had a lot of time to do things. I've yeah. had more time to do True. things that I didn't yeah. have time to do before. So mm-hmm. I was grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, my job kept paying me. Um, we're back in work now, so everyone in my family is healthy. I can't. I can't complain. I mean, it's great. Everything's only downside great. is I've lost a bit of gains, but you know what? It, it's fine. I'm healthy in it. True. 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 Yeah, it's the same thing that goes for me. To be fair, like I haven't really been doing anything, like. Obviously, I finished my exams. I just be working on my CV and just looking out for graduate schemes now. And that's about it. And they're just moving on with life. Good mm. stuff, good stuff. So in terms of coronavirus, what's your opinion of it? Was it wildly over-exaggerated? Uh, is it actually as good as people say it is? What's your opinion? Now that we're in, what, week, month three now? I don't think it's really, like, over-exaggerated, though, because, like, looking at the deaths and the amount of people that are dying from it is like yo like yo this stuff is serious isn't it but I don't that's, that's <laughs> what they want you to believe what mm-hmm. I got told um, one of my friends uh, dad had cancer oh damn and obviously their family is a Muslim family yeah. and obviously um, so it's just here that his dad died from cancer from cancer and the only way to release their body, so obviously, I think is it with, uh, within the Muslim family, they want their bodies, uh, if, if a family member died, they want their bodies to bury. First day, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so okay. the hospital said, the, the only way f- for us to release your bot, like the, your father's body ASAP, if you used to sign this paper saying your dad died from coronavirus. Whoa. Crazy. Whoa. And the thing is, I, I said to myself, should I believe this, should I not? But he actually had, have that on video, but he's not allowed to. Out there. That's because of what his mum said. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you know that's the thing about the numbers of cases of, of people dying. Are you really hundred percent sure that is people dying from coronavirus or other things? Or other symptoms. Things, that's it? the thing, yeah. isn't it? And especially with the, like uh, the numbers from the elderly homes that people are like from elder age dying. Mm-hmm. Come on, they're not all dying from coronavirus. Some of them are like ninety nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. The health problems already underlying yeah. health problems. Yeah. I hear that. So. Have you guys known anyone particularly for your own networks that's nope. died through coronavirus? Not nope. from coronavirus, yeah. no. And I'm our not. networks are quite extensive as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. Not from coronavirus, no. So what do you think of the um, the idea that BME, black and minority ethnic people, are more at risk of getting coronavirus? It's just, it's misrepresented information, I feel. Because there are a lot of people, I said there are a lot of black um, and ethnic minorities who work in the front line 
For, so so it only so it makes like, I get it. It makes sense that they'll be more more likely to because they're exposed to it. Yeah. 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 But they made it sound like you know there's a black gene or there's there's something in the ethnic minorities that makes them more liable to get it. Yeah. Oh man, it's just that you you're working by the front line. Yeah, yeah the front lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's just what it is. Okay, I hear that. But enough of that. I want to talk about the real virus. Oh, the real virus. It's funny how it how it ties in with Corona because for me, uh, when I was on social media, I took a break. Um, I was seeing the comments towards people of um, East Asian descent mm. and um, how ethnic minorities were treated. So Han, you talked about how someone said go back to China, yeah, despite you're not even being from China, and that sort of you know stereotyping was it's just it's just not on. And interestingly, um, in London, what happened was a black woman got spat at. And she died from coronavirus, just because she's black, basically. So people people have sort of expressed their hidden racism through coronavirus. I remember when um, England needed help, and like a group of Chinese doctors came to London to help out. And the comments underneath that was just absolute menacing. Mm -hmm. Um, So my question to you guys, essentially, can we unlearn being racist? It's a learned behavior, so yeah, I, I believe it can be unlearned. Definitely, just people need to be educated on it. But I think that, especially like with what's happening now, the Black Lives Matter movement, yeah. people sharing it, yeah. it's brought a whole lot of things to the surface. Yeah, uh, a whole lot, a whole lot of ignorance has come up. Like even in um, like some of my social circles, like on my Facebook, where I've seen like people who aren't necessarily um minorities or black share things, and then I've seen family members comment ignorant things, like like all oh, lives matter or. Or like, no, they deserve to be killed. You know, they're violent. they've been killing our own. You know, so just ignorance like that co- coming up. So I think it's important that that needs to be addressed and brought to the surface. Would um, you view your friend differently if they were did all lives matter? So if you, would you view them differently? Well, like who? If your friends promote all lives matter, like I'd ha- I'd have to have a conversation with them because like I I initially, <laughs> bro, initially, right? I was I was triggered. I was bare triggered. Like like when everyone was um, was sharing stuff. Sometimes I look at my friends who were not necessarily ethnic married but like how come you're not sharing this do you not care you're just ignoring it when they're posting things about their normal day-to-day life yeah. and at first i was a bit triggered by it and i was like why are they not do that do they not care but then at the same time i've come to understand that some people just don't know what to do some people like so some people just don't know like they don't know what to say or, or the, you know what i mean so it, it's it's one of them ones i don't want to just paint everybody with the same brush some yeah. of people haven't even been sharing stuff but they've been doing the real work and having real conversations looking up checking on their black friends so so there, there, there is that but um i feel what's most important is that we have that discussion yeah. and 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 come to an understand because some people just don't understand you know what i mean so I, I get it how can you differentiate between those people who are virtue signaling and those people who are being genuine about the protest i'm talking about people who are not black we say again how can you differentiate between those people who are virtue signaling, mm-hmm. like just doing it because everyone's doing oh, it? Right. And it's part of the trend. It's hard to, isn't it? It's <laughs> difficult, man. But it, yeah, there are people jumping on the bandwagon, mm-hmm. which is sad. Like mm-hmm. even in the protest, there were some people who were just there for the, for the for the sake of yeah, yeah, man. Like the like people just who being just, there. yeah, people who were just there to take photos. Chance to link, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah you know what I mean. It's like <laughs> ha, 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 it's relevant. <laughs> take a picture. Yeah. It's that you know what I mean and. You know what I mean? It, it's mad. It, it's difficult to, it's, it's difficult to differentiate between the two. What do you think about people? 
Are you familiar with Jack Fowler from Love Island? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, people are getting on to him because he wasn't um, saying anything about the, the movement. And when he did say something, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just rubbish. I don't know what exactly yeah. he said, but Bearman were attacking him. Do you think people who, who engage in black culture mm-hmm. but aren't black themselves mm-hmm. have a duty to fight for such uh, equality? It would be nice if they did, definitely. I, you know what? Like, and I'm not... I'm not saying that you. I think so. Yeah, it's important. I don't. I'm not saying that you have to like go on your Insta live and do a whole video because because I feel like there's some people who just shouldn't be talking. There's some people who've made videos, <laughs> and I'm just thinking you're perpetuating yeah. the situation worse. I got people who are busy like I'm black and I think it's racism is wrong, and I'm like we know that <laughs> we know that. <laughs> yeah, we don't need you to be crying. We know, right? The, sure. We need people who are educated to, to be speaking. We, we need a leader. You need people like a Carla. A Carla is fantastic. He can express the point eloquently. We need people like that to be talking in the forefront. Mm. But if you're involved in, in my view is if you're involved in black culture or whatever, I'm not saying speak, but at least share something. At least share, or at least show your support in some sort of way. Mm. That, that's, my, that's my personal take on it. What about leaders like Dr. Umar? Are they for the benefit or for the detriment of the community? Oh, it's... I don't know. Like, I feel like whenever he speaks in it, like, sometimes, like, what he says, like, it is true. Like, if you actually, like, um, follow some of the things that he says, like, it is true. But, like, over time, it's like, okay, bro, like, we get it. Like, just, you know, like, just chill. <laughs> okay, so one of the things Uma Johnson quite vehemently says is that black money should go to black businesses. Right. Now, if you consciously have a choice to spend money at a business and yeah. you choose to consciously spend it at a black business, yeah. are you racist? Or no, is because that... I'm supporting my people, innit? Okay, it? okay, okay. Oh, that's how I feel, like, anyway. Like, okay. I'm supporting my people, so, but yeah. What do you think of, so, uh, a friend of mine pointed out that uh, in the black community, you know, um, extensions and weeds and that, mm-hmm. who are the shopkeepers? Asian people. A- Asian yeah, people, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then in America, in the in the hood, who tends to be the jewelry owners? Jewish people. So, um, do you think that it is time that black people start building a community of their own, or like what do you think? Because there's a Pakistani community, there's mm-hmm. a Chinese Chinatown, mm-hmm. but there's no like yeah, like a Jews, black community, like a, like an area yeah. where it's prospering. Because whenever it's tried to happen in America. The Americans try to, you know, violate it. But yeah. how would you suggest something like that would be created in, in in the UK? Can it be created, and how could it be created? It's one that I really need to think about. But I believe it can be. It, it can it can happen definitely. Mm-hmm. We just need more black more black business to be supported by each other, mm-hmm. have each other's back. I feel mm-hmm. that that can happen. If if everybody else, if every other um, group can do it, the, the Jews. Um, um, Chinese, Asian, if they all can do it, we can do it too. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. That's hear the way I see it. What do you think has been the barriers uh, to that being created in the UK? Hmm. Too many people want to be um, at the top or by themselves. So let's say you have a black business, um, for example, in it, and then you have somebody else that's coming in and it's like, yeah, you, I need your help with that. And then um, that business probably going to say like, Bro, who are you? Like, like just move in it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's like one of the main reasons why like we can't um, come together in it because like 
everyone is for themselves, that kind of thing, though, innit? Why do you think that is? Is it music? Is it films? Family? I have not so got I an answer couldn't for tell you, man. you I, yeah, I Because I've been experienced it in it, so, yeah. so I wouldn't know, like, cool. personally. So, so how, like, the Vietnamese community, like, when you guys come together, like, in, in foreign land, you guys come together and build, like, your restaurants and shops and stuff, mm-hmm. like, what would you say is, like, a critical ingredient for that to happen? Like, why do you think it's so easy for Vietnamese and East Asians to create their own communities abroad? Because um, they're stingy. Like, every Vietnamese owner stingy with everything they uh, put their mind to mm-hmm. so if it's well obviously when you go to every nail salons there's always an asian lady yeah that's a vietnamese <laughs> lady now yeah, yeah yeah so and it's more about the attitude how they approach it they don't approach it as in a, in a in a business aspect they approach it in a how can i make money how can i put money in my account how can mm. i do this and do that right because for vietnamese people they only care about you know how to prosper in their kind of craft. Yeah. For example, that money could be spent on you know if it's, if it's a female lady, and it's either spent on herself or their kids, that sort of thing. But I think the number one rule for Vietnamese how uh, people themselves how they built their own businesses, it, you have to be stingy. You, sometimes you gotta be, you know, a C U N T. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did he say it or did he spell it out? So essentially what Han's saying is like cutthroat business. Um Chiz, if if like you got business ideas, like um would you wanna target your services towards a black community or would you want it to be more open to everybody? Like it it depends, man. I the the objective of the business is to get paid. Yeah. So I I don't mind who pays me, as long as I'm getting paid. So if someone was to say, um, you have events, for example, whatever mm-hmm. business idea it may be, mm-hmm. and a large proportion of your audience is mm-hmm. not p- yeah. people that don't look yeah. like you. Yeah. And then people on the outside say, this guy, you know, he panders to so and so. He's oh. not for the community. Oh. How would you receive that sort of criticism? For how would you respond to it? For the uh, hang on, so like, let's 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 get this right. So let's say I've got my own business, yeah. and yeah. you're saying that people who are not a black ethnic minorities are are, are buying, are buying my stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So what's stopping other people from buying my stuff? Mm. Word, word, word. word. Uh, you know, say, yeah. come on. I, funny thing, it. funny you say this. I had a conversation with um, Taf about this. We're, we're talking about business and, yeah. and that kind of thing, and he, yeah. he was saying that, um, like, in regards to his role and everything, yeah. it's people who don't necessarily look like him that that have given him the money. Mm-hmm. That are paid for his services, and they've been nothing but good to him. You know what I mean? Um, they've been kind, allowed him to come to his house. These are people who've accepted him. So it's not. I'm not so we don't. We don't want to turn this into like like it's blacks against whites. It's not that. It's black blacks against racists. <laughs> Everybody know. against racists. Right. Shall we say? When you said hit say that thing about tough, it's interesting because as uh, British Pakistanis, mm-hmm. whenever we try and like buy a, uh, get a car fix or mm-hmm. buy like new mm-hmm. sofas, mm-hmm. we always go to our own because we know like mm-hmm. it's gonna be decent. Yeah. We don't mm-hmm. go to other people, mm-hmm. and we know that like, the rates are gonna be cheaper. Mm-hmm. What you told me is like almost like the opposite. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. When you go out to get, I don't know, your new paint decorated mm-hmm. or a new car, mm-hmm. do you subconsciously go, I want to go to someone who's an African or a Malawian person? Nah, I didn't that- even think of it that deeply, you know. I think I want to go to somebody who's going to get me results. All right. I, look, because exactly. right. okay. one thing, like, yeah. and I don't want to sound like the advocate or whatever, like, I, I'm all for supporting black businesses, but one thing that also has to be in place is that the service has to be excellent also. So we, we can't just 
ignore that. It's important, I feel, that the service is good as well. So it's not just about support your... No, no, no. You have to make sure that what you're doing is good. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Could you say that your your idea is right, mm-hmm. but at the same time, money is not being kept in the black community as a result? It's <sighs> <laughs> a tough one, man. It is, it is a tough one. And I'm not going to lie like I have the answers. I, I don't yeah, know what the answer yeah, is, bro. Yeah. I don't. I, but I do want the black community to, to come together. And there are efforts of us doing that. Like mm-hmm. um, I'm seeing a lot more groups where people are supporting other black business, advertising their stuff. Yeah. That's a start, but I ain't got an answer for that, bro. I, I don't know. Okay. I just want to think about. How with yourself? Like, do you <clears throat> share my mindset, or is it like I don't care who does it? Basically. Um. Yeah. You're sharing your mindset. Yeah, definitely. Because obviously, if it's like if we're taking the decoration, it's a it's either a Vietnamese person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like if if it's like my sister-in-law, the first person she'll call, oh, we paint the walls, is my dad. No. <laughs> Straight up, it's like or like, if, for example, yeah, yeah. if it's like a um, a family friend, yeah, they'll just call my dad yeah. or this sort of thing because yeah. because he's Vietnamese, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Remember the Airbnb we had with the Vietnamese lady, yeah, and she found he's Vietnamese, and how many benefits mm-hmm. and yeah. relaxed rules she gave you. Like, t- talk to me about that. Like, what happened when you first realized you're both Vietnamese? Damn, it was like I, I felt relaxed, like because I don't know. I think it's if it's. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I have, I have two. I have people, two different uh, types of feelings when it comes to my people. Like the first type of feeling is I feel like oh I feel safe and relaxed. Like, but at the same back of the thing in my mind is saying, can I really trust that person? Because obviously with Vietnamese people, there's different. There's different types of Vietnamese people's attitudes. Of course, yeah. There's always bad apples. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was like, I, was, I felt relaxed at first, and then when we start talking Vietnamese and my. Just you know, my whole body just felt relaxed. Like then, you know, we end up staying for an extra day, yeah, yeah. and then obviously when we had to clock out at a certain time, oh, yeah. it's fine. She, you know, this and that. Yeah. And then obviously when we came to pick up our stuff, which was you know we passed our deadline, yeah, yeah. she was calm. She was just relaxing on the sofa with a friend, yeah. which I, I don't know. I was like, I, I felt cool with it, you know. But she, she didn't touch our stuff, you know. Yeah. Our stuff still yeah. stayed in that, that spot we left. You no, know, everything was fine. Mm-hmm. It was cool and. Funny enough, we came back, you know, the next time for you know uh, for Taft's competition, mm-hmm. and she gave us a discount, mm-hmm. so cheapest mice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Jeez. and the thing is, I didn't apply through Airbnb. I actually text her, "Can I um, book your apartment, please?" And I'll send you these funds. Mm-hmm. And she it. gave you a discount, just yeah, yeah because okay, interesting. Wow. It's like um, in in your gym career, a lot of your um, clientele are of Chinese descent. And do you think it helps of you being of East Asian descent that helps with touching into that market? They feel comfortable coming to you as a result? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. But obviously, when it comes to business, like for myself, I'm stingy. Yeah. I don't give no discounts like that. Okay, I hear that, I hear that, I hear that. Like me personally, when, let's say I am getting a service, for example, and I see like there's a brother there, for example, mm-hmm. I don't really differentiate between skin colour as much as other people. I think if someone's Muslim, that mm-hmm. could help more, like you can mm-hmm. say Islam, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But let's just say um, a person that looks like me, mm-hmm. I feel more at, at ease, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You mm-hmm. can be more relaxed with certain things. I see that. I you see get, that. When I used to work at, uh, at North Face, mm-hmm. often the Asian people would come and the way they would speak to me would be different to how yeah. they would speak to yeah, other members of staff, you know Bro, what I mean? It's true. 
So have you felt that like working at retail? Did you feel like people that look like you would yeah, behave or like go towards you oh, first? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Because the energy is just you know the energy is right. You can it? just be yourself. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and it's weird. Like funny, what I was having a conversation with my sister about this actually. Like even when you're out, like at, at work, for example, yeah. when you're working yeah. environment, like we're saying as a black person. You, you turn to kind of like tone it down a little bit. You don't act as you choose. You kind of got restraints on you. But then when all the you can't. You can't be yourself. But then when all your other black friends come in or whatever, or people with a similar skin to you, yeah. it's, it's well, energy. It's you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I guess I guess we all feel that. I guess when you when you when you see people like like yourself, I get it. I got coming. I actually don't feel that. Don't really. Really? Nah, I really don't like you know. I worked in retail, worked hospitality. When I see my own people, just I don't vibe with them. Wow. I, I, I said this to pretty much all of you. I don't vibe with my own people. Uh-huh. Just it's just me. Maybe it's just me. It's just you. Yeah. yeah Maybe yeah. just me. Yeah, but it's, just you. it's funny. F- f- funny thing enough, when it comes to black people, mm-hmm. I somehow vibe with them in retail, in hospitality. I don't know why. Do you think it's because you're exposed more to that sort of people? That like often was when your best friends. Oh, yeah. He's gone in. Yeah. Yeah. So you. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, interesting thing I was reading Malcolm X and he said when he used to go to like universities mm. if he were to close uh, his eyes he could tell by the presence of the audience which mm. audience is black which audience is white so Whoa. in Georgia when, uh, in the University of Atlanta he said there was a bit of rhythm and blues mm-hmm. with black audiences mm-hmm. yeah. but with white audiences it's more like more tense basically you get uh, me geez. so my question is could you sort of when you close your eyes and hear someone speak and the way they, there are certain mannerisms, mm-hmm. can you tell someone's of a certain ethnic background, basically? Can you tell they're of your mm. own people? But you can't see them. You can only see their mannerisms and the way they speak. So I can only hear them, basically. Hear them and just interact, that's it. Not every time, no. Mm. Not every single time, because I remember I used to work with someone um, who was black as well yeah and, and then as soon as he started speaking i was like okay like i would have never ever guessed that yo so i was like oh okay well fair enough and then we still like and vibe them whatnot but like it, it, it was just his tone of voice in it yeah so was he well spoken yeah okay why do you think in in our community someone being well spoken is almost like a surprise that we're not capable of that. Do you think that's yeah. something that TV and culture has sort of embedded 100%. in our mindset yeah. that we have to talk yes. in a certain mm-hmm. way? We so can't talk eloquently because if you speak eloquently, mm-hmm. we're imitating somebody else. You and when in fact we're just being ourselves. There you go. You I mean, and it's um, I think that um, it comes down to like um, who you hang around as well, don't it? Right. So that's there as well. Okay. Have you ever been in a friendship group where you was the he was the minority, like actually with the one person in that group. As in, in a group of black people or just a group of like non black people general. basically. In, in and he was the only guy, yeah, yeah. Um So like loads of Asian people and you're the only one, or like loads of white people and you're the only one. Yeah. Yeah, that and happened. how did that feel compared to being an all black group? It doesn't feel I don't know. I feel like it's a bit of like 50-50 as well yeah, yeah. because like with me in it like I like being loud but at the same time like not um, too much in it and sometimes like I like to be uh, peaceful and quiet yeah, yeah whereas most time like 
When are you peace and quiet and when are you loud, basically? With which groups? Uh, <laughs> bro, fam, it depends on my mood, to be right, fair. Right, I hear that, I hear that. Because I can be with a group of um, black people, mm-hmm. yeah, and still be quiet. Right, okay. And I can also be in a group with white people, fam, mm-hmm. and be loud. Mm-hmm. So, so it depends on my mood and the... And what's going on around me to okay. So you feel at home in both yeah. sides. How about yourself, Tiz? I'm similar. I'm similar. Because some of my friends who, who are non-black, I get on with like a house on fire. Mm-hmm. It's just, it just banter. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just great. Yeah, like your so, workplace, when you went to parties, you used that often the sole black oh, person. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was, yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. So some of them, I just vibed with. I was mm-hmm. just fine. Mm-hmm. And of course, the, the, the other people that I just, it was, I was like, mm, it's okay, but like we wouldn't be super close like that yeah, yeah. you know what I mean I, I get it mm-hmm. it is what it is but some of them I've ne- some of them I've, I've been in the groups and I've never felt like I, I was I was different I, I, you, you almost forget that like you're, you're, you're the only person who's not mm-hmm. the same skin tone has anyone reached for your hair and say ooh I want to know what that tux- look feels like <laughs> oh yeah yeah that happened I, I, what do you do in that circumstance just <laughs> no don't touch my hair get away just <laughs> don't touch my hair do you th- why do you think people want to touch you, touch their hair? I don't know. <laughs> it's a mystery. It's better way though, isn't it? Bro, it's weird. Bro, it's like, oh my God, look at your hair. His hair is not like mine. What are you doing? Have you ever had someone touch your hair and describe it? No, I've never had that to me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What did they describe it as? From what did they say now? It was like, it was like hard. It felt like a sponge and I was like, Okay, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> bro's, bro's, like, what do you want me to do about it? Like, a sponge. It's like, okay, um, a sponge. So, uh, All right. Okay, nice awkward, sponge. but okay. <laughs> okay. I don't so, know like, what to say, yo. I, I think it's a fascination with, with the exotic, mm. with the uncommon. That's a great word, exotic. Um, and I said, for example, you guys, I don't know, maybe you can tell me otherwise, you don't go touching straight hairs and no, want nope. to feel how it is, right? No. Nope. <laughs> Are you? No. No, right, cool. That's just oh weird. my god, let me feel your hair. It's just not a thing, isn't it? Yeah, it isn't. Um but like I said, it's it's because it's not common in their in their culture. For example, I was watching this uh, funny YouTube skit, mm-hmm. forgot her name, and she's basically talking about her experience in, in a workplace mm-hmm. and she will change her hairstyle from braids mm-hmm. to wigs yeah. to you know um, weaves and the other p- people in the workplace they'd be like oh how have you changed your hair is that your real hair can I touch it what do you do like what and she's like it's a lot though isn't it? it's, it's a lot you know what yeah, I mean it's a lot it's a lot um, and ha- have you ever grown out on afro and gone to workplace that isn't uh, or, a, or a place that isn't like black dominant and people Say that haircut is unprofessional, for example. Funny you Do you say. think you can wear your afro to work like proper afro? Like a white paper can wear long hair, like yeah. Mick Jagger, for example. It's interesting you say that. Um, I've never really experienced that before. Um, but what I did notice is one of one of my friends posted something um, on Insta. So she's a teacher, and she was talking about how um, she's, she's got naturally curly hair. Yeah. Whatever. So. She, she let her hair be natural. Like David Louis curly hair. Yeah, kind of yeah, like that. Yeah. Right, so okay. she, she went into a workplace yeah. and they, they were, they, some of the teachers said that hair is unprofessional. That's not suitable for the workplace uh, and, and that kind of thing. So I think that is something that's definitely real that people really do um, battle with. Have you had that on? Like when you did that ponytail and no one said anything about it being professional yeah. or suitable? Nope. 
Nah, so, my hair's always been short though, so. So it's been a, it. a particular group that's been targeted. Interesting, because I know in, in South Africa, um, certain schoolgirls, they were told to go back home because their hair was in out in Africa. They said, you know, it's distracting, for example, to, to other classmates. This is in South Africa, you know, <laughs> according to that's an African country. Mm-hmm. I found that found that absurd. There's a lot of um, mixed race um, parents, for example, mm-hmm. who uh, let's say they're a white mother and the child is of mixed heritage, mm-hmm. and they don't know how to control that hair. And I've heard comments saying like, "You need to straighten it, like curls are unruly." Mm-hmm. And a lot of these mixed race people are growing up with internal racism because of one mm-hmm. parent not understanding how the hair texture should be treated, essentially. Yeah. And the curls are ruined for life, basically. Damn, you know sure, what I mean? Man. It's difficult. Man. It's horrible. It's a sad state of, sad state of affairs. Hair is precious as well. You know, mm. Once you're ruined, like, that's it. Like, you can't come back from it. Have you ever relaxed your hair? No. Okay. So, what about you? No, no. Have you straightened your hair ever? What do you mean? Like, with a straightener? I have short hair. No, like, when you still have long when hair? I'm, yeah. Nah, it's no. So uh, Malcolm X, when he grew up in a certain environment and in Boston, for example, and all the brothers there used to straighten out their hair with with relaxer and it would be that proper painful process. Mm. Later down in life, we realized that what we're doing is basically um, is hating our hair and how it should be grown in Africa, for example, we're basically imitating other people. um, And people say it's a sign of like self-hatred, for example. Um, And I can hear that because... Uh, straight hair isn't isn't basically what you're born with and it's curly hair mm-hmm. and what what these people were doing was trying to fit in because America back then was very segregated mm-hmm. and you didn't want to like come into a certain social area mm-hmm. without looking like yeah, the fellow people like so I think hair's it's a bit of a mad subject it is um, a mad subject how would you feel if your partner was like black for example have you seen that um, that Netflix program? I forgot it's called, but there's like a white guy and a black woman. You may have seen on social media, and they became a couple and became famous. Love is blind, is it that? That's the one, Gio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you've seen it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I finished you? it, yo. Finished it. <laughs> of course, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now it's an it's an addictive show. I, I've heard. I've not seen it personally, but I've seen the responses to it. Mm-hmm. And the black lady had like a bl- bun. And like a blonde American girl sat touching, like, ooh, it's like oh, an ice cream yeah, cone. Yeah, yeah, and the white guy like starts, don't do that. Mm-hmm. So my question to you guys is, if you had a lady with textured hair, for example, how would you respond if if a stranger or like a let's say a friend or family member touches her hair out of curiosity and says, oh, this feels like a spongy? How would you react? Exactly same the same way. as that guy. It's like it's like I appreciate if you didn't. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then it's like like you. As my friend as well, like you should know this stuff. Like I feel mm-hmm. like yeah, you should know this stuff. So like, mm-hmm. why are you going your way like and doing that like mm-hmm. when you know that's mm-hmm. not it? Mm-hmm. I hear that. Now, Gio, for the camera that can see, Gio's wearing a do rag. How so for people who don't know what a do rag is or what it's used for? Could you educate the masses? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, basically, a do rag for me personally is to lay my hair down because like it's it's huge yeah. and it's messy as well it's very messy yo mate, my, listen if i was to show you my afro right now you'd be like how are you wearing a durag right now as we speak <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah exactly it's that mad but like um for me personally like it's just to lay my hair down and like um, to let it like 
rest underneath in it so it doesn't like be like woof. Okay. Have you had experience of people saying like they looked at you fondly or of question why are you wearing a do-rag? Yeah, because I'm wearing a do-rag, yeah. Okay. Do you feel you're treated differently as a result? No. Okay. Have you ever wore I, a do-rag in public or would yeah, you wear a do-rag in public? I wore a do-rag in public, yeah. Okay. Like, um, no, well, not, not like in massive public, like when I'm going outside to take the bins out or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've had, I've, had, I've had people, look, like, to be fair, most of, most of my neighbourhood is, um, I've got black people, mixed race people, it's, it's a mixed neighbourhood. Okay, so okay. Right. Do you think um, wearing a do-rag can perpetuate certain images in people who aren't familiar with a do-rag? Possibly, yeah. Yeah. I definitely. Yeah, recurring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think a rapper, oh, he's probably in a gang. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, you get that. So, yeah. 50 Cent. Yeah. yeah, 50 Cent had that, that white yeah. do-rag. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Nelly, I'm sure you had a do-rag at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he did. Mm. Could you wear a do-rag to work? No. Why not? I personally feel like um, that's a bit like unprofessional though, isn't it? I, like, for me anyway. Like, Have I you worked in retail before? Yeah. Um, and in your environment, were people allowed to wear hats, for example? No. Okay. How about yourself, Chiz? It was the same for us. Uh, actually, wait, no, no. I th- were we allowed to wear hats? Not really, no. When I worked in retail, we weren't really allowed to wear hats inside, so it didn't really count as uniform outside. We could, yeah. Interesting. Because I used to, in my workplace, there was a brother who used to wear do rags, and he used mm-hmm. to wear a hat on top of the do rag. Mm-hmm. It had to be like a branded hat, of course. Just interested to see whether you would do that. Would you. What, in what circumstance would you say, apart from workplace situation, a do-rag would, would not be worn? Like, actually go out your way to take off the do-rag because of that particular situation. Birthday event, linking someone, meeting someone else's parents for the first time. Eesh. Going gym. Do you wear it to gym? Yeah, sometimes, okay. yeah. I'd probably say when you go to church and in, like, an official service, mm-hmm. like, I don't think that, like, it's a bit appropriate for you to wear a do-rag kind of thing though, isn't it? I've ever had people say like, don't wear that do-rag. What do you mean? People just say... So just, um, don't wear it at all? Like a fire member says, take that do-rag off, like, it looks stupid. Or... No, not really. Why are you smiling? <laughs> I just think it's funny. No, I've never had that. <laughs> <laughs> no? I pretty no, cool, I don't even know. But I think, no. I think my dad once, like, we were going out and then I was wearing a do-rag and, yeah. and then he told me one time, um, to take it off because obviously like he didn't want other people um to look at me like yeah yo like, why is he wearing a do rag like why is he you know like and questions like that though innit right I hear that how on yourself like when you had that huge huge ponytail of yours all the way down to your back here yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like did, you, did people tell you like to cut it off or like basically advise you in that way they said they just asked me how long it is and it says that's it just did they ever touch it, it? What? Did they ever touch it? Oh hell no! What I, I don't know. I don't know what, where your hands been. Yeah, I hate that. That's just it's, it's my pri- it's my property. It's not yours, so you can't touch it. I think that you were always wearing a hat as well, though, wasn't yeah, you? Yeah, because I literally literally wrap the hair around yeah. in the bun and just ah, put that on. Okay. Always I only hat, like yeah. tie it up if it's like a special occasion, like a birthday thing or mm-hmm. going out. Mm-hmm. Really Body building show, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. When I was growing up, when I was growing my beard out, people were fascinated with with beards. Yeah. So can I touch it? <laughs> <laughs> I used to, I used to, I, I used to get funny enough from men a lot. Uh, women not so much, um, but I think men just tend to just overstep the mark all the time, don't they? Especially teenage boys. 
because they don't know how to grow a beard themselves. Yeah. And the dad probably didn't have a beard, yeah. probably because of luck testosterone. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Um, but yeah, Shots. it's like it's like the never seen a hair before. Mm. On and I used to have very curly hair back then, facial hair. Uh, and uh, not as curly as your brother, but yeah, it's curly. And people were like, oh, can I touch it and stuff? And I remember the teacher once told me to shave it off. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it, I was I was on a fight with you know why Marie. What really? Yeah. In a fight. Not like a fight, like just pushing and shoving, right? And he he had the he had a funny mustache. His mustache went like this, like yeah. that, like a handlebar. We used to call it a Mexican mustache, right? Like oh, a, no. he all needed was that big sombrero. that big heart, sombrero and. <laughs> it was like and a bit of what's that I forgot I don't know what the clock's called I know what you mean the poncho the poncho yeah. and we're like arriba amigo um, but, but no that means hands up yeah, by the, the way the out yeah um, but no um, the teacher came and said right you need to shave your facial hair off and you need to shave your moustache and I was like <laughs> <laughs> was this in high school? yeah in high school wow dumb yeah, out of nowhere yeah now, obviously, the, the reason why I was growing my beard, as my mom explicitly mentioned, like, for religious reasons, because mm-hmm. men are supposed to grow their beard out. So that's what I did. It. Mm. I'm not going to lie, like, the way when your beard first grows out, it's... Mm, bro, you feel a bit like, like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm getting yeah. there. It takes hella patience, like, you've got a lot of patchiness and stuff like that. And then your barber ruins your beard, and unlike oh, don't, don't. unlike a trim, you can wear a hat. <laughs> that yes, you can't hide that one. You got to start you again. Can't, you can't wear a hat on your beard, bro. Mm, uh, unless you wear a snood all day. Mm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, basically. In terms of going to barbers, have you ever had like a haircut from someone who's not black? Yes, and never yeah. again. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I, I had a very bad experience. Very, very bad receipts, experience. Receipts, please. Receipts. Jeez. Bad ex, bro. Never again. No, I, I'm not. I'm not going there again. Ever. You ruined my hair. It ruined my hairline. What so, did you do like to for it? good? Ego, not for good. I, I had to shave it all again. I shave it all off and start again. I had a high top back then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was fuming. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "What have you done?" So yeah, I was like, "Yeah, I'm not coming back here again." Because so he, he cut the hair, the high top uneven, so it was like a slant. Like you know, where I am, so I got. Oh. <laughs> it was like that And I was, I was like What have you done? He's <laughs> like I've done it Maybe so. you thought You were going to lie out No That's bad I that was you. not a happy camper <laughs> When he was When he was using The equipment Could yeah. you tell He was doing things That weren't good For your hair There were There were a couple signs because there was a bit of a head, you know, no, no, no. Because at first I thought, I thought, no, surely he, he will snow. He seemed confident. He was like, yeah. yeah, yeah, come on in. So I was like, okay. But there was a moment during the heckle where I, I kind of felt him hesitate, and I thought, hmm, that's not good. <laughs> and then he's like, hmm. and then, uh, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't happy. I never went back there Nah, for me, it was my beard, Um I think it was when I first started growing it, right? And then I had. Um, the shape like hair as well and everything so I went to the barber normally and then I was like um, okay cool so I just want to get uh, the usual in it and then I was like okay cool that's fine and then he came to my bed now and then I was like yeah okay so, so just the usual yeah and then I was like yeah 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 and bro all your hair was was just zzz. I was like what have you done I was like no <laughs> you no didn't. Bro, my guy, yeah. Was he shaving your beard off? Bro, my guy gave me that line head. 
like this. No. Like, oh, bro, that, that Lloyd Banks. <laughs> bro, <No. laughs> bro, bro, from a look to myself in the mirror, I was like, what are you doing? Who's this? And the guy was like, guy's going oh, sorry, time, I was trying really? something new. I was like, what would you mean you were trying something new? I was like, bro, I, I told you. Bro, I told <laughs> you. Bro, I was like, I was Wait. like, no more shape, usual. And I was like, Okay, maybe next time. Next time, I was like, oh, your barber decided it was something new it's for like himself. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was vexed. Oh. Bro, I looked at myself and I was like, like literally, bro, a light here. I was like, oh, bro, this isn't me, bro. Mm. Yeah, human, he's busy experimenting on you. Could bro, you it's the fact that he said, I'm trying something new. I was like, what? What do you mean you're trying something yeah. new? It's the yeah. word trying. I was like, <laughs> trying. <laughs> Yeah. Bro, I was nah. raging. But did you like, pay though? Yeah, yeah, bro. From was a little fiver in there, so it didn't really hurt me that much. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I would right. have paid because clearly it's gone against <laughs> customer service. Yeah. Having said that, I probably would have paid anyway. Is that right, boss? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, bro, yeah. you just have to firm it. Just, just oh, to grow the firmness. Here. As soon as you step out the barbershop, it's hoodies. Yeah. Oh, Straight up, though, innit? It shouldn't oh, be that way. Man. Mm. If you're meant to be feeling fresh in that, but from as soon as you're cut, you're like, <laughs> not today. Yeah. I found uh, when I go to um, Black Barbers, the, the clipper setting is way it's too sharp. Really? really? Yeah, yeah, like it caused me burns in that. Mm. Um, so I, I used to, I've gone to like all ethnicities apart mm. from East Asian. Mm-hmm. You don't have many barbershops doing it in Manchester. Where do you think that is? We're just not good at it. Got in hair? We, well, to be honest, I never, I didn't start going to the barbers till I was 18 because I just got my dad or my mum to cut it. So, because I think uh, every, especially my uh, brother's family yeah. right now, yeah. he cuts all his kids there. Oh. That sort of thing. So. Uh, is he good though? Oh, he's good. Sort of like K pop kind of style. Yeah. That's weird though. When, when, well, <laughs> that bowl cut. So when your parents was cutting your hair, yeah. your man, your dad is a Vietnamese person. So did you decide that a Vietnamese person should be cutting your hair when you went out in ventures? Or how, what was the thought process in terms of who oh, should be cutting um, your hair? Oh, took me my, to my first barber. So I, and from there on, I stick to that guy. Oh, where's he from? Um, it's, he's a Ghanaian barber. Ghanaian, right, yeah, I hear so he's, he's my barber for like... Since I was 16. Uh-huh. Oh, it's never messed up my hair, so I trust him. And what's the clientele like in, in that barbershop? It's, it's, it's very busy to the point where I think when I turned 18, I said, you know what, you, you, know, you know what, Joe, send me a number. I, can, I, can you do appointments? Yeah, as simple as that. So from there on, I just book an appointment. I come at a yeah. time uh, allocated, yeah. bam, okay. no waiting. Mm-hmm. I hear that. I do get them. I do get looks like, why is he? I swear, I just came in and he's on the chair. That's something. I do get them looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, why is he there? From I've been there for half an hour. I've been going a trip. I've been there for like four well, hours. <laughs> are you next? Are you next? Yeah, that's long. <laughs> that's long <laughs> isn't it? And there's always that one guy who tries to jump the queue, and you're like, ah, bro, no, 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 no it's me. Wait, okay. have you ever said, yeah, you can go four, but you're burning inside? Yeah, so um 
Are you familiar with Decent Cut in, in Arndale Centre? Yeah. Oh, I've heard Maybe. of it. Yeah, I've never yeah. been there, though. Yeah. That clientele is 90% um, Afro-Caribbean. Mm. And one of the barbers moved out to Northern Quarter, and I, and I followed him, because he was the first guy to ever give me a fade. Mm. Yeah. And a box cut and stuff. And he told me um, he wants to cater his business to English people okay. and Asian people, okay. not to people of, of black heritage, because if he feels like... If I constrict to my own community, I won't be making as much money. Mm-hmm. Okay. So could you say what he's doing is good or bad for the community? Hmm. For the community. He's constantly decided that he wants to promote his business in certain areas of society. Good for, for the, profit. Good for the business aspect that he's trying to approach. Yeah. But obviously bad uh, if, it's, if he's trying to move away from his own community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But at the same time... It's his business. He he decides what he wants to do. He's the guy that's putting money on the table. So, could you question? So, let's say if that individual said he's he's pro, whatever nationality is. Let's say he's pro black, for example. Mm-hmm. Would you then say you you're not because your actions undermine your your statement, your values? Uh, that's just a deep. It's, that's a can you be pro black and you make your money in non black circles, and you've decided <sighs> to go there? Oh. Can you pro Vietnamese it's, it's and go to non Vietnamese circles and make your money there? I don't know, it's yo. t- yeah, that's a t- that's a tough one, isn't it? Like I I get it because I I find that more more often than not with um with people who are of, of white descent they they pay more for their haircuts like with the people that I've spoken with it's normally more 50 quid yeah. bro. you know what I'm saying Tony yeah, and Guy yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah with the clippers that. and it, it, like for us with black people it's normally like like tenner 10 pounds 10 pounds is different 15, so, 10, 15, so I guess yeah. it's trying to increase his profit margins by mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. so it's, it's business at the end of the day isn't it so business, yeah business. I, yeah no, fair enough. I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Now, when you go to a black barber shop and yeah. you see the pictures of haircuts, mm. yeah. what what are they predominantly? Yeah, black people. Black people. Black, yeah, yeah. my man's shop is predominantly English people, right? Yeah, yeah. but fair. he doesn't employ white sense, people. Though, yeah, it's a business move, isn't it? So mm. I get it. Yeah, it makes he, sense. He can't. He wouldn't be able to charge that, like in, in the black community. I don't think. But the reason why it became big was because of the black community. <laughs> yeah. Going to decent cut, get me? Yeah. <sighs> I'll never go there yeah, again. Man, I don't know. I don't why? know, man. Who did you go to? I don't know. There's one. Uh, I went to one guys. Just one guys. Button. No, press the red button, bro. Oh lord, the way I was built. <laughs> no, 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 don't press that. That's what you just told ah. me to press. You told me to press the red. The button. red button behind, not the. Uh, you know what? Cut the cameras. There you go. I press the. Cut the. Cut the. I press the red button. Yeah. Yeah. I really need to edit that video, bro. Yeah, okay. I'll do it tomorrow. Okay. I had another YouTube. It, it oh. beeped. Oh yeah, cheers. <laughs> a video, video that's gonna. Dedicated to you tomorrow. What do you mean? What video? Yeah. What video? What have you done? You need to review this video. Am I getting fried? Roasted? Yo, guys. Why am I getting... Yo, okay. No, no, no. no. I've got wrong. roasted too many times. It's more like it's a, it's a, it's a no, you decided that yourself to roast yourself. That's the Wait, whole. what do you mean? What was this one on? Surprise. No, yeah. I don't want to be surprised. No. Anyways. No, no. Eh. Hang on. Wait, we're not moving past this. Anywho. This is not. No, 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 no. Nah, there have been too many of me getting roasted. We need to pass, pass the torch around. Nah, yeah, but, now you actually roasted your own self. Yeah, yeah. Did actually, I? Literally. Yeah. What do you mean? It's like you had a bomb in your hand and just and held it. Just did I? <laughs> wait, wait, what, what did I say? Exactly. What oh, yes, did you say? Oh, oh, yes, remember. It was a time when this idiot made me mad. Oh. He made you mad. 
Yeah, that's enough of that. Wait, yeah. mad. We get yeah, enough calls. Listen, no, 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 worst, worst man. Like all the times you've been angry, to has been involved. <laughs> <laughs> the train. Remember when we went to uh, was it Perth? Yeah. <laughs> oh damn. What was it now? Wait, hang on. He says something yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? He says something stupid. Me? Yeah, you. What yeah. do you mean you? <laughs> During that period when you were on that train. I did. He doesn't oh, know. Okay, he remember. Well, well surprised. I don't recall, man. Uh, <laughs> but no, yeah, going, going back to the main main perspective, Um, have you ever catered your business towards the Vietnamese people? No. Uh, you went, okay, why? Because obviously, let me uh, give my, give an example. Like, for example, if you go into a Vietnamese yeah. salon, yeah. I mean, Vietnamese um, nail salon, man, um, they cater to every single one. White, black, Chinese, everyone. Interesting. So you never had like a discount for being Vietnamese? No. What about you, man? No. You never had a discount from someone serving you being black? No. Well, I'd, I've had discounts, but I don't know if it's because I'm black. Maybe it's because I'm a regular. Oh, so you sure a voucher. Yeah, that's different. Cause then, yeah, it's because I'm a regular. They're just like, yeah, boss, don't worry about it. Unless you're Like when I go to like the fried chicken yeah. shop or whatever. Yeah. I have a, I have a discount. I'm a regular customer. Then, yeah. Yeah, I have a discount just, just because of the way I look. Really? Because they see you as your own, innit? And they want you to prosper. Right, must yeah. be nice still. Mm-hmm. It is. There's only one time that Vietnamese people give discounts for your family. Yeah, but if you're not family. He is sad. Yeah. <laughs> so, so if you're not family, you're not family. Like when I see someone who's not family and they look like me, we tend to see them as family anyway. There's a bit of a trust there. Family mean like, for example, if my sister-in-law uh, uh, does a nail for my mum, obviously she. Can... So if you're not bro related, you're not getting discounts. Yeah. Straight up, yo. Yeah. No. At the same time, at same time, it's business. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that uh, you're selling something and someone of black heritage comes to you and says, "Come on, sort me out." I've had that before, yeah. Yeah, when I with used what? to work. Um, like with coaching or whatever, like, come on, man. You can help me out a little bit. They're like, no. How do you know they was pointing at that? At that. And now you can just yeah. go from the tone of voice, though, innit? Yeah, but maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm mind reading. I could, be, I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> We're both at yeah, the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> come on, brother. <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, come on, we dog. gotta stick together you know, in these rough times. You know me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you know, it maybe could be that. Maybe because yeah, but yeah, I'm like no. Yeah, I don't do discounts. Interesting. Um, we talked about this long time ago. This would be prior to Geo, where we talked about interracial relationships and finding out that the dad is a hardcore. Nazi, oh, yeah. you know what I mean, and how, yeah. What's that? What's that? He had mine camp. Basically, he went to the his girl's shed. Yeah. Uh, her, her her girl's dad shed, and he found mine camp on Doesn't top of the shed. Oh, hey? No, it's got like, annotations on it. Oh, so and it says, yeah, I agree. Really? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, he basically opened up a book. Wait. This isn't personal. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying this. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, yeah. I was like, what's your girl? You open a box and you see the uh, pictures from back in the day. Oh, right. First, 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 first. In the gown right. and that. But no, uh, Uma Johnson, he says interracial relationships, uh, if you're a black person, mm-hmm. you're not pro-black because it's all. Oh, man. People take these things to extremes. I don't, I don't think that's necessarily the case. That if you date somebody inter- interracially, it means that you're you're not pro black and you hate your own people. I don't think why, that. why. Um, I think man, I think you you like what you like, man. If you, I think if you're attracted to them, what's the issue? What's the issue? 
Would you consider your children to be black? Yeah. Or mixed race? Mixed, yeah, of, of, black, of black descent, yeah. They, they still get the same treatment, no? <laughs> Are they not still being attacked by the police officers? I hear that, I hear that. How would you feel if if your child gets with a mixed person or a light person, mm-hmm. and then they get with a, another light person, mm-hmm. and basically in three generations, mm-hmm. your child looks yeah. like... Completely different. Uh, Lewis. <coughs> <laughs> Would you feel a time He's not away? editing this. Oh, yeah. Lewis knows. That's bad. Lewis is. Uh, Lewis knows. Sorry, Lewis. But yeah, go on. I get what you mean. <laughs> yeah, you're saying. So, what, 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 essentially, what you're saying is that you're, you're saying uh, that like, I'm, I'm removing all cut, all cut, like, quote unquote. Does it bother you? From my blood. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be lying if I said that. I'll be like, maybe a little bit. I guess it does. Yeah, but then again, what's to say that even if I had a kid, he wouldn't start that chain anyway? Okay. So. But then, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Would you install, you know, like Akala, when he was growing up, his mm-hmm. mom self-taught him at home about mm-hmm. black history, black that's things important. like that. That's important. Would you be doing that? Yes, 100%. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to educate okay. my kids on that. 100%. Interesting. Why is that? Why is that? You, I think it's just important to know your roots and, and not to be, ash- to be ashamed. Because... If I if I don't teach them, no one else is no one else is going to teach them. It's not taught in the in, in the, the the in culture school, that we're in. It's not, or, or if it is, it's a very tainted view on it. It's because remember, history is always written by the the, the quote unquote victors, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it, it's not a true representation of ways. All you hear about in Black history is slavery, marching, and that's it. You don't hear about people who build empires, people who did well. You don't hear about the people who created amazing inventions. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm saying they've, they've added a lot. You know, Black people have added a lot to. Today's society. society, but it's not talked about. That, that stuff's often pushed over. Okay, have you ever been in spaces where you felt the way you look, you felt bad about it? You went home as a child, as a teenager, and and experienced like that. Like racism, like over internal racism, racism basically. Well, have you ever exhibited those behaviors? I, I'll say maybe yeah. I'll say yeah. When I first came to England, definitely for sure. I was like the only black kid in my school and I was getting picked on, picked on bad. Like literally the kid that chased me like um, on the playground daily. Wow. And I remember the the teachers, they didn't really do anything to support or nothing. So there was that, uh, even in my younger years as well. Um, play scheme that I used to get to fights with this kid. He was just racist. Like when, it, when his friends were about, um, they'll be overtly racist. But when he was on his own, he'll try to be nice and, and try to play up. Them oh, so them ones, isn't it? So, you know, and them ones in disguise. So we 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 scrapped regularly. Okay. So um, would you put your child in predominantly black schools or predominantly white school? Would that be a factor? What do you mean? Like because of that? Yeah. So would you willingly choose your child to be in a school that's where you guys are? A small minority, like one percent, two percent. Well, I I want to put my my child in the best possible school that they can go in, which means that there will be one or two people perhaps in in a year, <sighs> maybe. But then again, it, it didn't work out so badly for me. Yeah, because I I went to a grammar school and it was totally fine. And to be fair, in the in the school that I went to, um, there were um black ethnic minorities there also. Okay. So you know, I think it's possible that it can be mixed. It's not always extreme. Okay. How about yourself, Gio? Like, how would you balance giving uh, them the best education or an education where they won't face racism and stuff like that? I think, mm, I think here, yeah, it's probably gonna be for um, the best education, obviously. But 
at the same time, like you're gonna have to teach your child at home about look. So this is where we come from, mm-hmm. and this is like what happened. So like when they get them to school and whatnot, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and they get um like a question and whatnot, yeah, um, so they can um answer it, mm-hmm. or they're gonna be able um to come home and be like, yeah, um. Mom, dad, so this happened at school, yeah. and and I was wondering, blah blah blah, and I was like, yeah, yeah. okay. So you teach them about being proud of themselves, yeah. mm-hmm. but knowingly you will know that the child will still be picked upon. But knowing that they understand their culture, you yeah. will sort of like balance it out. Balance yeah. it out. Okay. So interesting. You say these things. Do you think Britain is racist? Who? Britain. As a collective, there is racism here. Yes. What about you? You haven't said nothing for a while. Why do you think Britain's racist? Multiple factors. Because they think they own it. They think think they own everything. And, you know, with this Brexit kind of thing, they want to take back what what is theirs. But the thing is, they don't understand that us ethnic helped and build build your country. Yeah. Getting mm-hmm. that fought in those wars with you guys. Again, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think about those people who are ethnic minorities in place of government, who are more ardent supporters of against immigration and all? And why do you think people in our, who look like us when they reach those elite positions, they don't they don't fight for us no more? Malcolm X calls it these people are more racist than the racist themselves, but onto their own people. Like Pretty Patel, she. Voted against the Windrush documents being exposed to the public. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with Windrush, where people who were born in in in, in the UK yeah. but didn't have the documents because their parents came from oh. abroad and just sent abroad because it's seen as illegal immigrants? Mm-hmm. Um, Sajid Javid he tends to talk about how paedophiles and he tends to talk about Asian paedophiles in particular rather than paedophiles in general, even mm-hmm. though he's Asian himself. Mm-hmm. So these people are bringing in a negative perception to their own community. Because they're in higher positions now. But did they ever fight for their own communities no. to begin with? No. Maybe that's. But when it, when it's time to use their ethnic background, mm-hmm. they champion it, saying, "Yeah, uh, my party or my organization mm-hmm. is multicultural." Mm-hmm. But their actions themselves individually, they don't even different. they don't represent their own community. So, so that's that's often often the case. Mm. Um, but yeah, like for example, Stormzy said that Britain was racist. 100%. Mm-hmm. Not to say Britain is 100% racist, but mm-hmm. he's, he's in agreement with that yeah. and he got lots of backlash. Mm-hmm. Santander, when it was a Brit Awards, he was doing the, the oh, rendition. Yeah, 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 yeah people just, were getting on to him. Yeah. Why do you think, in this, like, I would agree Britain is probably the most tolerant, sorry, not tolerant is the word, more anti racist compared to other nations, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, but why do you think people in this country? Are not don't accept their um, the hap, the past basically colonialism and, and that why do why do people get offended being called a racist than the actual content of their words have you ever, have you ever heard someone just call someone racist and they get bare offended yeah yeah because yeah, it's like I I like it's not, I don't hate black people I, I don't call them you know and it's the first thing yeah, that they see as exactly well, yeah. I have black friends I have this and you get <sighs> yeah yeah, the yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah from I love black people yeah. you know what I'm saying yes can you be racist to black people if you have a black wife huh what can that can that run 
What? If you racist to black people and have a while well, you have a black wife, does that no, give you no. legitimate? It's crazy. Okay. It's no. Evo- no. You know, well, that's how people. Uh, it's, it's a bit. It's a weird, isn't it? Yeah. Especially um, some people that say, "Oh, I got a black husband, so I can't be racist." Well, you still can, really, because some people, some people like, um, like, have what do you call it? Have fetishes over, over people of color. You know what I'm saying? So it's not mm. you just like mm, I like what they represent, or I like I like what they do. you don't necessarily like the people, but it's just part of your own fantasy. So yeah, yeah you could you could you could marry a black wife, but yeah. still hate all black men. No? That's interesting because Malcolm X talked about how rich white aristocrats in America used to pay top dollar mm-hmm. to go with black women or there black men, or even see black women and yeah. black men being intimate. And it was just just fascinating that people were so fetishizing a, a skin tone and that mm-hmm. sort of stuff and the terminology they were saying to to the clients was saying yeah. the blacker the better you understand yeah, yeah, yeah. um so f- have you ever been fetishized um, in what way racially like a girl likes you because of no <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> wow of course not not me personally, but like I've seen it happen. Mm. Okay, you're with okay. You're, so you're with someone who's black. Yeah. Um, w- w- have you ever thought about pushing away? Not pushing away. Sorry, going into different markets, for example. Huh? Before I got with her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And now that you're in a relationship with a black person, mm-hmm. do you think if there was, God forbid, some it was to end, would you then willingly go with a black person again, or would you be more open? I feel like <clears throat> I think I'd, I'd probably stick to a black person to be fair. Okay. Interesting. What about you, Han? I'm up for anything. Okay. <laughs> I'll be up for anything, but uh-huh. uh, again, God forbid, but yeah. Interesting. So um, I think when you get with certain people, you become used to their community yeah. and their culture and, and stuff, for example. Um, so I'm open minded um, towards, you know, as long as they have um, an Abrahamic faith or like a Muslim background. Mm -hmm. But some communities, I don't have a lot of commonality and I find it hard to to Mm -hmm. to integrate. So for me, that's that's an important example. Mm -hmm. Is that like a case for for YouTubers, for example? Like what sort of factors would you say in terms of race or faith would would be important? Would be important. Like Um, for example, is it doesn't matter that someone who's not black, you're interested in them, but they have no clue of black matters, um, or things like that. Uh, they're not culturally aware. For are, are they open to being culturally aware? They're open, but they're like a clean slate. Then I guess they don't know what jollof rice is. Oh. They think plantain is a banana. They think wearing a do rag is your way of. Oh. of I don't know. I don't know. Man. You know I, I, mean? I, I don't yeah. know. They're just ones. so yeah, culturally ignorant, but they're so peng. They're so peng. <laughs> do what, what else is there? Do, do we get on? Do we get on? Do, do get on like chemistry? a house on fire. Like a house but on fire. she's so culturally ignorant. Oh, bro. she can learn. It's okay. But I, I would prefer... why is your skin so shiny, Chiz? You know what I mean? Why? Oh, really? Po- <laughs> you know what I mean? It's cocoa butter. <laughs> it's cocoa um, butter. It. Do you yeah. wash your legs? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Do you wash your legs? Whoa. Yeah. Nah, no, no. lotion them. No, because. Um, there, there's a stats in, in the UK where uh, a huge proportion of, of people who, when they go in the shower, they don't wash their legs. What? What? Uh-huh. what? Really? That's so weird. You don't. Well, how could you be in the shower? No. Never mind. Whatever. 
That's a bit because weird. Because the water trickles. Like, but I don't practice don't, it, but this I is don't what get I'm... that. Though. But you wash it, everything else, you might as well just. No. <laughs> no. No. See each other. I was watching that an interracial couple. There was a African American gentleman and a German woman, and it's talking about showering in it. Mm-hmm. And the lady said, "Yeah, um, I just wash." And he said, "Do you wash your legs?" And she goes, "No." And he says, "You don't wash your legs." And these men are married. Crazy. Right, so Michael didn't even know. He didn't even know his girl wasn't washing his le- her legs. Jeez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> little things, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the little things doing it. You don't even wash your legs. <laughs> Comes out in an argument. Uh, yeah, what? <laughs> what? Imagine <laughs> <laughs> you have been in an argument. Huh? Man, shut up, my You never wash your legs. What are you talking <laughs> you about? Yeah. What's wrong, Stephen? Yeah. You don't wash your legs. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that, that, that. <laughs> you know what's interesting? I was doing my master's uh, and I was with a brother from New York, um, African background, and he was in class and it was cold and he was putting Vaseline on. Two guys, one was Cypriot, one was Saudi, they was like laughing at him. So why are you putting on things on your lip for? Are you like, is it feminine? Now they don't understand what when it's winter, you get chapped chap lips. Chap lips. Yeah. And um, yeah, he was telling me about that. Like, Crazy. Have it's ever, just Vaseline your life. It's not that really not Because they, they don't... I think I think that it's the thin of the lips are less likely to get chapped. Is that the case? Or is the texture know. of the lip? Whereas, right, these men have not been... Because these are men from dry climates. You get me? Hot oh, climates. So you, mm, He's yeah. from New York. You know what I mean? Cold yeah, climates yeah. like Tim's and that. So he asked me... He needed to have like a Vaseline pot. Mm-hmm. I remember in school, um, a lot of the time, there's a girl who used to Vaseline pot. Mm. And the teacher was like... You should be using Vaseline, it's like lots of germs in it and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, miss, what's the solution? The kid's meant to have a new bottle of Vaseline every mm. single day, of course not. Mm-hmm. So, things like that, man. Like, Han, please, what do you use Vaseline on your lips? What would you Winter-ish. say? Sorry, let me change the question. Is there anything you do because of cultural reasons? Um. Like the way you put on your glasses, the way you put on the way where you put your rings, for example, things like that, and people looked at you funnily. No, no, can't think of one. Interesting. I feel like you got a cute couple. I know. No, for example, <laughs> um, like a prayer mat. Mm. Oh. I, I used to put my prayer mat on the on the bottom stairs, and the guy went, "Oh, why you got a compass on your prayer mat? Like, bit angry at me. I'm like, why you getting vexed at me?" <laughs> <laughs> That's why we got a compass. Uh, yeah, yeah, because we have to pray towards towards Mecca, oh, right? Okay, okay, okay. So they all just wondering, what's that purple thing at the bottom of the stairs? One guy, I believe, I don't even, I, I'm sure, one guy was opened up and must have been like, oh, yeah, one guy saw his food, like I carry food, food all the time, yeah. Uh, but Jeez. it's these things that are on English that people are fascinated about, and because mm-hmm. they're so uneducated <laughs> about it, they, they see it as some sort of fun interesting mm. things or sometimes something yeah, to something curious of yeah curious but sometimes the curious comes across as very very ignorant yeah, yeah very yeah, rude yeah, as well like, have you ever had instances like that Chiz? I'm pretty sure I have but I, off the top of my head I can't really think of any right now but I'm pretty sure I have mm-hmm. to sit down definitely mm. there have been times where I remember wearing um, there is in high school and we had like Easter break mm-hmm. and maths tuition class mm-hmm. And I wore my traditional cultural clothes and the kufi as well. It was like a small hat. It was white, white, and a white F10. Jeez. 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 Right? F10s, you know. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. we had Friday prayers after, mm. right? No word of a lie. You know, the only person that made negative comments towards me. God. I oh, was Asian. the Asian guy, innit? Fellow Asian. Jeez. Bruh. 
He wanted to be like, look at me, you know, uh, I'm not a freshie. I want to impress the other oh. non-Asian people. Like, oh, why are you dressed like that? I was like, you know what? Okay, cool. It's kind of a shame. <laughs> okay. Have you ever come across people like that of your own background who shame you for something that you actually practice, which is inherently black, but they shame you for it to pander to other people or yourself? You ever had something like that before, guys? Oh, it can't it just happen. be me, man. It can't yeah, just be yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I've seen it happen, but, like, um, to me, personally, like, it's never happened to me, but, like, I've seen it happen. Okay. And then it's like, bro, like, what are you doing? Like, like why are you bringing them down? Like, yeah. Like, like it doesn't accent, make any okay, sense, though, innit? Yeah. yeah, when someone's, yeah, when someone, like, I guess, like, in school playground, yeah. or when someone's yeah. fresh, or like, you're new to the country, you make fun of that accent, mm. you're like, ah, look at him. 100%. Guess, yeah. yeah you're making fun at me for speaking a language that you can't. Yeah, you, know, you can only speak it. one language mm. But no like For example The influence of 50 Cent in the UK Was massive mm. And there was a phase In the UK Where Mandem Were sagging in their pants Oh yeah Mandem were what? Sorry Sagging, sagging Oh pants. yeah of course Yeah 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 I remember yeah. that Oh that's ridiculous I know you were sagging your pants Oh yeah <laughs> 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 I'm more of the high school days. Man. Bro, it. I'm on like how you know. How you know. Yeah. High school days. Right, yeah. Nah, nah. My mum would have hit me with a stick, man. So did you do the little bop thing as well? No. I felt, no. I felt, I felt weird. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I felt weird, man. So why did you that. sag your pants? I don't know. If it, I think because... Following a trend, didn't it? Yeah. Mm. Obviously, it was, cool. it was part of... Obviously, I hung yeah, out with people. Cool. The group that I was hanging around with, everyone was doing it, then yeah. you just want to be a part of something, that sort of thing. So, and then when you realize, you know, obviously when you left high school, you realize, oh, that's so stupid. Yeah, when I see it now, yeah, exactly. Like, when I see it now, I'm like, I'm like, bro, what are you doing? You just put your bro. pants up, though, innit? Mm-hmm. Like, bro, like, it's and what crazy. did they say? Huh? What did they say to you? Nothing. Why did they do it? Pardon? Why did they suck their pants when they, they don't have a reason? Man. You just tell them off and they're like, Hey. Yeah, yeah, much Excuse like, me, sir. <laughs> like, no, your pants are down. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you remember the time when oh, okay, the people right. put their oh, pants in their socks? Oh, when they took it in. Yeah, well, that's still happening now. Really? Is it? Yeah, because yeah, people wear uh, those Nike socks. The white ones, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. And they took their yeah. no names mentioned. Oh. You know who you are, big celebrities. Mm. And I did it. Uh, I was trying to explain it to one of my colleagues at work. I was saying, this is a new trend. Mm-hmm. Said, no, that's a, this is a Bolton accent. No, that's a stupid trend. That's like a fashion trend, mate. And yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. it happens, <coughs> isn't it? Mm-hmm. What the sort of trends back from like American hip hop came oh, to the UK now? I'd probably yeah, say it. sagging was the biggest one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I went to Catholic school. I used to get those rosemary beads mm-hmm. and people yes. used to wear it I like they 50 cent, like, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> you're right. I remember them. I remember them. Fake earrings as well. Yeah, of course. Um, Magnetics. Particularly, uh, Magnetics, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Magnetics, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, had, I had a pair of them as well. Huh? I lost them within a day, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had them. I, I, had them. I took them to school. It was snowing. And my friend was like, let me see them. And then he dropped them in the snow. And we couldn't oh. find them. Oh. Human. Do you think those sort of earrings are black cultural symbols? I guess, like, the, I guess yeah. they are. The, yeah, because well, to me, when I had them, I thought they looked hella cool. I just thought like it represented hip-hop. It'd be people I thought were inspirational were wearing yeah, them. Yeah. Athletes, yeah, yeah. black athletes, yeah. musicians. Um, so, yeah. But not English athletes and French swimmers and stuff. 
Well, not, not as many. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> not as many. It was mostly, yeah. mostly like yeah. sprinters or yeah. or footballers uh, yeah. or, or of color yeah, when, yeah. when they were chilling. Very interesting. Be- Beckham wore them though. Fair enough. Beckham school. But, um, Beckham is a universal Beckham symbol in it. This guy, this guy is that guy is everywhere. Cool. Yo. He, can, he can do anything. Yeah, Beckham could do what he wants. He's cool, man. Interesting. So, just to finish off, what's your opinion on the protests at the moment, and what do you think should be done to help elevate the community going forwards? What solution should be in place, and um, the likelihood of when this will happen? Because Malcolm X went in a conversation with. A fellow American journalist, he said, by the year two thousand, <coughs> black and white children will be equal. But what forty, fifty years later, this is the same situation, if not worse. You get me. So, what's your, what's your take, everyone? I'll start with Han. I repeat the question. Okay. You know, know I said on the Who cameras. knows what I just said? They can start off. Oh, great. So he basically said, okay. "What do you think of the protests that?" Are going on right now like is it helping or like i have my views? i have my pros and cons with the protest like the con i'll start with the cons like everyone just forget that the coronavirus existed now everyone just going around town you know all in you know all hunched up together and everyone said oh make this lockdown much more easier less up the restriction what if next week people will start, you know, passing out and all that sort of thing? What happens then? Passing out because well, wait, of what? The coronavirus. Well, we're forgetting one thing. You're forgetting that all those people who are going to the beaches. Yeah, was, again, at the beaches. Yeah, and, where was the energy and, for them? Exactly. Yeah. And the mean, people who are clapping no for the NHS in London. No Everybody's huddled on the bridge no and they're like, yeah. yeah. So all, all, all that gas. Yeah, yeah, that was a big one. Yeah. That was a big one. So there's also that. So basically what I'm trying to say is, not just the protests, not just the beach or the part where everyone's congregating, but it's just... You know, there's better ways to spread the awareness. How? Obviously, um, social media. If if you if, if someone's an influencer, they can make a lot of things happen. Have they really been doing that though? No. I should have asked this question first. Do you believe? Do you think violence is okay in order to achieve justice? If if necessary, and there's no other ways of communicating to you. Then what else do you want me to do? So if social media doesn't work and you're for violence, listen, uh, like it, if and the, the message is not being, like, what, what else that? do you want me to do? A huh? Peaceful protest, innit? What, what's that? That what's doesn't the... work, though. We know that. But what was that example that um, I can't remember? Was it Malcolm X or somewhere? He was saying something about like, let's say you're you're a sheep and the fox keep coming in and they keep killing your own. Uh, are you gonna sit? Are you gonna sit there and allow the fox to continue to kill your own? Or are you going to retaliate? And if you retaliate, is that perceived as violence or is that perceived as self-defense? Okay, interesting. So when it comes to solutions, you're willing to go towards the aggressive if My, it's to I achieve I think that's the, last resort. Because it's justice. It's justice. Why do you think last day, resort? What do you think is f- the first way you can do it? The first way? Like, oh, of course, um, like... We try to have, co- have that conversation. We try to do the peaceful protest. We try... Okay. Um, what have we tried else? Um, yeah, man, just trying to get the message across. Uh, like, it, if there is no other way to get the message across, what more do you want me to do? What What would you say to 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 to, to, to the oppressed? What do you say to them? So, in terms of the peaceful protest, um, 
since the civil rights march, which happened in 1962, I believe. Mm. It was peaceful protests. Mm. I have a dream. Mm-hmm. Black and white people swinging their legs up and down, saying we want to be together and mm-hmm. that. And then as soon as mm-hmm. that march ended, mm-hmm. all those congressmen who were against equal rights, mm-hmm. they didn't change their votes. So peaceful, peaceful mm-hmm. marches have been happening for decades mm-hmm. and the solutions have never really been there this is it you so understand i think i think with each solution that we've presented on the table they both have their pros and cons mm-hmm. so with the social media as i'm saying there'll always be the people that are trying to uh put a bad image like for example yeah, yeah. like you've seen on the news yeah. uh what on american news when um, yeah. i think julius put a post on his social media mm-hmm. it was just promoting a different saying oh black people started uh, this right at this superstore mm-hmm. this and that you know they, they try and like either every single thing solution we're trying to put on the table there's always going to be people out there trying to bring it down did you see that uh, white lady in a wheelchair yeah i got beat up by people what are you doing she got extinguished bro, Mate, I was watching, I was like, like Come what on, are you man. doing? Like, you're not even yeah. meant to be yeah. there. What are you doing out here? She was shanking people, bruv. Yeah, and the guy with the axe as well. There was a guy with the axe doing that. Huh? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and they made out yeah. that he was He was like, I've been attacked by black people. No, he got beaten up by a group of white people because he was, he, was, he was running around with the axe. With the axe, axe. Yes. whoa. You know what I'm saying? It just, yeah. Yeah. people yeah. playing victim. I think it, it's a sad state that we're in 2020 and people are still being... Yeah. Negatively framed because of the skin tone or, mm. or how they practice their faith, for example. Yeah. Um, and I think black Americans for 400 years have yeah. done everything mm-hmm. that they could in it. Everything mm-hmm. they've practiced in faith. Mm-hmm. They allowed themselves to be pacifists so that they can achieve the heaven in the afterlife, whereas mm-hmm. their masters could have their heaven on earth. Um, they went to war for for their for the governments. Mm-hmm. Still didn't get this. Um, everything. Done everything right. Done everything. And um, to me, that represents like everything has been done. What more can we do? And I think the plight of the African American in America is just, just so sad. Like mm-hmm. the way that community has been treated mm-hmm. has been very, very sad, basically. Um, and we know in the UK, we're slightly more privileged, if not a lot more privileged, mm-hmm. that we don't have to face these issues particularly as um, people of African background mm-hmm. and black background. Uh, but yeah, we hope these protests lead to some change. The Saudi's team it. is wholly hashtag BLM, unless anyone here is ALM. Get out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ALM? Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's the Saudi's. It's been a long time since our last episode, episode 24, talking about Black Lives Matter, coronavirus and, and the works. And uh, we hope to have you tuning in in the in the next couple of months or weeks <laughs> depends, on <laughs> depends on lockdown depends on depends on our depends on gorilla studios if they want to keep us or not because you know i'm sure they want to keep us. yeah i'm sure they want to keep us. isn't that right paul yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wants us back next week <laughs> <laughs> all right oh, that's us right. done yeah wrap us up let's go